This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you've tried to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Tuesday, 13 December, in the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, welcome for the afternoon, um, early evening edition. Uh, let's go right to a, a very important hearing today in um, in Arizona, and also the filing of late, late last night in Mojave uh, County, this other lawsuit. We have Christina Bob is going to uh, join us momentarily, but we have Carrie Lake uh, up as the leadoff batter. Uh, Carrie, I was quite impressed with the with the way the judge handled himself today. First off, the scale of this, were they expecting as many people that come on and show up and, <laughs> and, and come on? I mean, you melted down the system. What happened on that? Well, um, it took about, there was about a half an hour delay, maybe longer, Steve, because uh, there was so much interest in this case through both the telephonic uh, meeting part and then also the uh, online meeting that everyone just signed on, logged on to get on and watch this. And there was no room for the legal team and the defendants and well, the defendants didn't show up, but their legal team, I couldn't get on. My attorneys couldn't get on. So after about a half an hour of, you know, working things out, we were able to start the proceedings today. And it was a, a meeting to to figure out how the schedule will play out in this ever important election lawsuit against Katie Hobbs and Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and Stephen Richer. And it just tells you the whole world is watching and interested in what's happening here. They know how important getting honest elections are to saving this republic. Not just honest elections. This thing was stolen, right? And some, one of the wise guys, one of the wise guys on, on Twitter, oh, this is a coping mechanism. <laughs> oh, baby, this is not coping. We won this, and you see this information that obviously Katie Hobbs is illegitimate. She knows she's illegitimate. That's why they're dancing around this thing. They didn't want to show up today. They want well, to go in and get some judge and throw it out right away. Hobbs' ahead, attorney uh, said that she was there representing uh, Governor-elect Hobbs, and I, I had to hold back my out loud laughter when she said <laughs> that. And, you know, this is what it's about. We are going to show the scale of fraud and um, malicious intent in this case. It's outrageous what they did, what they did to the good people of Arizona, how they perverted election day voting in the most hostile way possible. It's disgusting what they did. And we are looking forward to this case moving forward. It looks like they're going to try to push forward a, a motion to dismiss. That'll begin on Thursday. We will have, uh, I believe, let me look at the actual schedule real quick. Our response will come Saturday. Replies are due Sunday. Oral arguments on that Monday. And then we move forward to the trial next Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, and the trial will take place in, uh, in Maricopa County, what, Superior Court? Yes. This will be. Uh, this is going to be something of enormous interest. Here's the, here's the question. People are saying, "Oh, Carrie Lake's just going through." Some people on the left, Carrie Lake's just going through 
uh, the motions here. This is purely performative. Walk me through what is your obligation to the people of Arizona of of independents, Democrats, Republicans, MAGA, progressives, all of and even citizens who didn't vote. What is your what is your responsibility, your obligation and how you hold yourself accountable in this whole process? I love Arizona. That's why I got into this. And that's why I jumped into politics. I mean, you'd have to be a glutton for punishment if you got into politics without loving your state. And we started and created an amazing movement of people. And uh, we won this election. But this election was rigged. And I owe is it there to any the doubt? People. Is there any doubt? Is there any doubt in your mind? Any doubt in your soul when you do this? Is there any doubt that you won this election? Not one inkling of doubt. Not one inkling. And you know what? I don't think there's any doubt in Katie Hobbs that she lost this election. I don't think she's got a shred of doubt. She knows the truth and they're just trying to brush this all under the rug and take Arizona government back away from we, the people who stood up and voted for it. And think how powerful our movement is, Steve, that they had to pull out all the tools in their cheating tool belt. They had to do the typical stuff they always do with grabbing the votes. And then they had to go so far and so blatant and be so obvious as to sabotage election day in such an obvious way that every man and woman could see it with their eyes. That's how obvious they had to make it to stop our massive movement. And we're going to show this in court. We're going to prove this in court because we will not sit by. My obligation is to the good people of Arizona. And my obligation is to this country to not let another election be stolen and, and make people accountable for their actions. And they messed with the wrong person. I don't think they realized how much fight I have in me. No, you got a lot of fight. Um, and no, I don't think they know who they messed with. Um, you know, if people followed this campaign closely, election integrity and honest elections were one of your top issues. But it wasn't your top. Your top issue was you were going to take your hand off the Bible after swearing in and declare, which you still will do, and declare an invasion on the southern border and make force Biden to respond to it. You see what's happened. Front page of the New York Times today. We're going to have Mike Howlon from Heritage done such a great job on tracking these NGOs and the cell phones, massive invasion. We had Todd Benzman on this morning. You had Ducey. You had Ducey. He's running around putting the, 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 the cargo containers on top of each other. Some kind of like, you know, it looks like a, some sort of kids toy thing. What is going on in Arizona? Katie Hobbs is total open borders. Ducey yeah. is, I don't know if he's trying to save his reputation. Somebody's got to tell him the tinker toy set he's got down there is not yeah. going to do it. Is that correct? Carrie Lake. Well, you know, my plan, and I still have this plan, is to finish President Trump's wall. So that means we're going to have to move all those out of the way. But, you know, I'm, I'm of the belief. You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. No, it's not. You're building a real wall, not a Lego set. He's got a Lego set yeah. down there. You're going to build a wall. Okay. I just want to make sure we well, got and, that. And, you know, we'll have to remove those. I, I do believe any barrier is better than no barrier. This should have been done two years ago, and we should have finished the wall. We have the materials down there. My plan on day one when I get my day one is to declare an invasion on the border and actually do something and finish that wall instead of talking and not doing anything like we've seen for the past two years. I don't know. Uh, you know, I look at that, that, that you call it tinker toy wall. And I was thinking, oh my, we have to remove all that now when we go to build the real wall, but we'll do it because the people of Arizona and their safety and security and the people of this country and the safety and security depend on us 
to do it. And this is why they have to rig elections. They can't afford to end their human smuggling operation, their drug smuggling operation that the cartels control. They can't afford to end that corruption. And because I, I believe they're part of it in many ways. Our government is part of it. And so they have to stop candidates like me who are who will be working for we the people and do what we the people want, which is secure our border, bring about safety and security to this country, and prove that we are a sovereign country, a sovereign nation, and a sovereign state here in Arizona. Carrie Lake, how do people get you to follow all this? Because you can tell today when you melted down the, uh, the, the lines at the Superior Court, this is the whole world's watching this. So how do, how do people watch <laughs> Carrie Lake and follow her? Well, I know that you told your listeners they have to go and read the lawsuit. You have to read it. It's going to show you how they gotcha. steal elections in this country. We're going to be putting that up. It still is up there today, and the website's working. It's savearizonafund.com. I'm about to put a video out laying out what's in that lawsuit for people who don't want to read it, and that will be up at savearizonafund.com as well a little bit later. And you can find me on all of the social media. Go to Twitter. Go to Getter. Go to Truth. I'm everywhere uh, on Facebook. If people are still on that site, I'm at the Carrie Lake. Everywhere else, I'm Carrie Lake, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E. God, I had him reading it for a homework assignment. You got to come in and do the video. No, that's good. That's good. Some, <laughs> Not everybody <laughs> has the patience. It reads like a, I mean, I don't know, a thriller it crime like a no novel. It it reads like it real reads like a, a novel, like a true crime thing. You see it, and you see, and they're just laughing in your face. This is why I this will has say to this happen. though, independence and Democrats. Yes, ma'am. About halfway through it, it was like a, a punch to the gut for this patriotic American to see how far our elections have fallen, how how corrupt people can be, and how they don't care about their fellow citizens. It really it shook me a little bit reading reading all of it. Um, just how the lengths they'll go, Steve. The lengths they'll go. The, the 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 power is the how they don't follow procedure. The, the, they're just going to do what they want to do. Right on the chain of custody. And if we let them get the, away with it, they'll continue doing it and finished. nobody will ever Done. vote again. We're finished. No, no. The powerful, one of the most powerful is with a consultant that's done, doing it before. They said, nah, this was done by commission. They couldn't, it's too many things had to happen on election day just to happen. They, they did this on purpose. So this is why this case is so important. And we uh, look forward to following it, Carrie Lake. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, ma'am. Christina, Bob, give us your assessment today of laying at the schedule and the judge seemed particularly intrigued by some of the elements here, ma'am. Yeah, I actually thought the hearing today uh, went pretty well. The judge laid out a very quick timeline in accordance with the statute that Carrie Lake filed her case under. Uh, so we will hear some type of oral argument, probably a motion to dismiss on the 19th, and then we'll get straight into the evidentiary hearing on the 21st and 22nd. And I mean, Carrie's got them dead to rights. As you mentioned, they've got the experts saying that this was all done intentionally with the malfunctions of the machines. They've got whistleblowers saying that there's over about 300,000 ballots that were illegally cast one way or another. And then you've got uh, co-mingling that we talked about of 25,000 this morning and then um, another 125,000 out there. I mean, there's so much evidence in this. She has got them dead to rights. She's got the law on the side. She's got... Uh, the facts on her side, I think the judge is going to have a lot of pressure to come to the right conclusion, which is this election is uncertifiable. Maricopa County did such a bad job and probably maliciously, intentionally did a bad job. And that's a lot of weight on one individual to come to that conclusion. So 
I'm I'm hopeful that the judge has the backbone to honestly examine the facts that appeared that way today in the hearing. And we will see, as I said before, ultimately, I think this will go up to the Arizona State Supreme Court. Um, yes, because whoever loses first round is going to appeal. Right. I mean, this thing's going to be appealed all the way up. This is going to be right. a, 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 a something that everybody looks at. Here's what I find powerful. And we had such a response on people reading it. Carrie's putting out a video now to kind of explain it to maybe those who don't have the time to read it. It's so right. powerful. And then other things are coming out the entire time. Just the presentation of this gets it into people's minds of what happened. You know, the polling, I think, was 72%. After you have your day in court, it's going to be 90%. And this, this is going to yeah. shatter any legitimacy she tries to uh, – that uh, yeah. that Hobbs tries to cloak herself in. Is, is, that, is that your thinking also, ma'am? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And I think it's also kind of weeding out those who are – honestly covering the elections and those who are not. You have been a champion, making sure your viewers are informed every step of the way. And then you have other uh, other media outlets that aren't really even covering the story. Yet in 2020, they were saying, oh, this was the most secure election in US history. Now we've got mountains and mountains of evidence and whistleblowers and eyewitness account and statistical analysis and data to prove that not only was it not the most secure election in US history, but it was intentionally manipulated and those people that intentionally manipulated it are the same people that were running the 2020 election. So there's a lot of explaining that needs to be done here. Um, but I think the more that Kerry pushes this and the more the other candidates start to jump in and do the same thing, I think the, the people of Arizona, but the people of America, I mean, the nation needs to know what's happening here because not for a second do I think this is isolated to Arizona. Arizona just messed it up badly enough that we can yeah. all see it. Also, in that one mainstream media account talks about the chain of custody, talks about the signature verification, talks about the AI, talks about any of this, uh, which you guys have nailed. That's why this is such a seminal case. Christina, how do people you've got you've got a book coming out in January. What is it? How do people get to it and how do they follow you on this case? Thank you. Stealing Your Vote Introduction by the Stephen K. Bannon is available for pre-order on Amazon. And you can follow me on social media, Getter and Truth at Christina Bob. And Instagram and Twitter, Christina underscore Bob. Okay, the Arizona and both have both Maricopa County with Carrie Lake. You have uh, Gunny Sonny Borelli, the state senator in Mojave County. We'll talk more about that. Christina, Bob, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, we got Boris going to tell us uh, his take on things. Also, we have Mike Howell from Heritage on next in the world. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. 
Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bandon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Uh, this morning, we had Todd Benzman. We started the show, and then we went to El Paso, Texas, to David Rodriguez, uh, El Nino, uh, as he's called down there, to actually go and talk about it in, in, in person and get a, a uh, on-the-ground review. Lead, uh, we'll show you this photo again, lead photo in the New York Times today is about this caravan that came across. Um, I want to get Mike Howe um, of the Oversight Project at Heritage done such a great job, and Dr. Kevin Roberts and the entire team over Heritage is just really becoming uh, using all the great um, power of that think tank and actually putting it to it's kind of like the difference between basic research and applied research, really becoming quite action oriented. Mike, thank you so much. Your your story last week was kind of a blockbuster, right? We pushed it out. It went viral. Everybody's talking about it, particularly the fact you tied in these NGOs, which people are kind of uncertain about. But I want to connect dots here today from this tragedy happening in El Paso. And we had, you know, David Rodriguez is a renowned boxer down there. Uh, he, he's afraid now to have his parents out in the streets. He said this is really becoming a lawless place. It's only getting worse with the removal of Title 42. They're talking about anywhere from 12,000 to 20,000 per day. Um, and you look at what you guys broke and going through and getting the cell phone data and seeing who's coming through and how it's being pushed into the country, but then seeing these, I think you said 35 NGOs. There are many more, but the ones that you highlighted. On top of this, you got on Capitol Hill this insanity right now of this amnesty bill, which Josh Hawley, the great Josh Hawley, has said, hey, this is the hill I'm going to die on. This can't happen because it's not two million, it's four million. That type of magnet right now will literally have, you know, all 700 million people in the world that are in dire poverty uh, will come here and want to come. And they should. They're logically, they'll say, hey, look, it's going to be an amnesty. I just got to get my foot in the door. Mike, how your thoughts and analysis, sir? I think you're absolutely right. These cartels are sophisticated criminal enterprises. They're certainly aware of what's happening on the legislative front on Capitol Hill. The fact that Kristen Cinema and Senator Tillis you know, even proposed a massive amnesty, and I think two or four is actually selling it short. Downstream, we're looking at a much bigger number. Well, the cartels use that information. They push that down south of the border and say, now is the time to come. Get in before this amnesty hits because you'll get amnesty. This is, you know, what we're seeing in this latest uh, massive caravan is, frankly, in my mind, the Cinema Tillis caravan. This is how the cartels operate. They react to what's happening with our leaders. And frankly, our leaders have turned our, their backs on our own citizens and are doing a huge favor for the cartels and the NGOs that we pointed out are smuggling all these people throughout the U.S. Here's the thing. The people just voted here, and you had, what, six million more Republicans uh, vote than, uh, than Democrats. And uh, the people just voted. You had this kind of dead hand, whether it's the two train unfunded omnibus bill, whether it's the debt ceiling, which Kevin and I have talked about a lot, here the amnesty uh, why is this stuff just not pushed to the new Congress? Why do we even have this concept? And something so radical as amnesty, we have to have the country come together. They're literally here in D.C. trying to do it under the dark of night. To your point, I've had people say it's, it's, it's two million when you read when, when, what they propose it. But then you look at the cross analysis, it's four million. And that doesn't even talk about the chain uh, migration. This thing could be six, eight million. How, how can this possibly happen? 
that we've got a bill up here that's so radical and going to be even a bigger magnet. And like you said, not just the cartels, quite frankly, the, the, the federales for this car, for this um, caravan, we know the federales are helping people come from the southern border and just get all the way up here to be processed as rapidly as possible. So how can this even be going on without Republicans saying just full stop? We're not even going to discuss that, sir. Right. Frankly, there's a massive disconnect between, you know, what the people demand and our, our, you know, their oath of office of those elected should should tell them to do what actually happens in Washington, D.C. Here, the legal and illegal immigration lobbyists and are way more powerful than the voice of citizens whose own country is being completely infiltrated at, at record numbers. And so the disconnect is absolutely huge. I'm very hopeful that, you know, led by Senator Hawley's charge, this bill is dead on arrival. But I think we should do everything we can to call out anyone who's even sniffing at this proposal, because it is such a basic thing. The border is on fire. The Biden administration did it on purpose. It is not the time to reward them for this behavior. It's the time to secure the border. And I saw you said, uh, carry lake on. The left sees massive illegal immigration, and they also see what they're doing to our election systems with these long early voting periods, with this, you know, mail-in ballot programs, and the ability for, you know, NGOs and political parties to get low propensity voters and their ballots harvested. This is a political system that they're driving here to flood the country with massive legal aliens and get them amnestied as soon as possible because they think that's a huge election windfall. It is a complete attack on our sovereignty. Frankly, when we talk about impeaching Mayorkas, that's the lowest bar. What they're doing, and Biden, Mayorkas included, is a fundamental betrayal of their constitutional duties. It is, it is working alongside the cartels to complete a massive human smuggling and resettlement operation. And the fact that leaders, you know, purportedly who claim to be conservatives in some respects, or even talking about amnesty just shows the complete disconnect from what the people you know deserve and what our leaders in D.C. are actually doing. It's terrible. I'm gonna have Boris on here in a minute, but I want to ask you how, how do you, how does Heritage help line that up? I mean, where should this audience go? I know they've already gone to your center, and people are very impressed by the information. In fact, what you guys did with the cell phone data was uh, was stunning. But how do we get now people up on it? to say this amnesty's got to stop. And quite frankly, when we come back in January, there's just got to be a much more on attack about the southern border. I mean, people have got to galvanize around this. So what would your recommendation be? Where to go, how to get the information, and how Heritage is going to be at the tip of the spear in this? Absolutely. The first thing is get smart on the facts uh, and to be able to sniff out why these deals are such bogus uh, endeavors. And I'd encourage you know your viewers to go to heritage.org. Check out that memo we put out. I'm at MHAL Tweets on Twitter. Uh, what the swamp is trying to do right now with this amnesty deal is pretend they get some sort of border security solutions in there. They don't at all. What, what this bill does in exchange for the biggest amnesty ever is set up basically cartel drop-off zones, major border facilities where the cartels will just drop off illegal aliens, which will then shuttle them throughout the country. And so uh, people got to be on top of their elected members and, and just not let them even sniff near this. Hopefully this amnesty bill's dead and Senator Hawley is going to lead the charge to kill it, but we got to let people know they can't even flirt with this stuff. Secure the border. That's a day one objective. That's their oath of office, frankly. We shouldn't have to call them to, to have them do that, but we got to be on these folks 24 7. I, I, one, the last thing before I let you go, you're saying Mallorcas is the low hanging fruit because you got the AG. I mean, this goes all the way up. Th this is a well thought through plan. This is not chaotic from their point of view. And they're actually looking forward to Title 42. I know they're saying, oh, it's a, they're, they're, they're looking to get more process centers, to get more uh, Border Patrol uh, processing. We heard today from El Nino down in El Paso that all the Border Patrol uh, guys, men and women, are kind of off to the processing facilities. 
It, when you say that Mallorca is the low-hanging fruit, are you talking about Garland, Biden, the whole crowd? Is, is this what you're talking about? Absolutely. And, and we, I think, should understand that Biden, Garland, Mayorkas, they're the puppets. They're big strings being pulled uh, above their heads. These massive human resettlement and mass legal immigration programs are carried out across the world. Uh, these people are being pushed from their home countries by NGOs, by big international interests, and they should be subject to the same sort of scrutiny as well. But when I talk about low-hanging fruit, I'm talking about impeachment. The fact that that's the only constitutional remedy available to us right now, when somebody betrays the country and gives up the territorial sovereignty of our southern border and, and massive floods this country with crime, drugs, and illegal aliens, uh, impeachment is a slap on the wrist. And so the fact that people are even debating whether Mayorkas is worthy of impeachment to me is laughable. He should be out you know, day one of next Congress. It shouldn't take much thought. Would you go, um, because we keep, keep saying the appropriations process is the anvil and the investigations are the hammer, uh, would it be your position that, you know, we stopped the omnibus now, so you got to come back and you got to really, you know, you get, you get a short-term CR, let's say maybe end of Jan- middle of January, end of January, you come back. But from what you've seen in your analysis looking at these NGOs and the way the system works, because this is highly designed, right? This is just not by happenstance. Would it be your professional belief that we should play hardball on the appropriations process until they're forced to come to the table? Because you're going to have to force them come to the table to actually start to unwind this whole uh, bogus uh, asylum program because it's completely bogus. It breaks every asylum law we've ever had. Would be would you say not just the investigations, impeachment, but to use the appropriations process as the real leverage? Absolutely, that's ultimately what they respond to. You can't give them a blank check and then expect them to you know come back and answer your questions. All of their behaviors have to be tied to to funding. So right off the break, we shouldn't be giving the Biden administration money to implement any of these activities. Uh, you're correct that a short-term CR is absolutely what needs to happen. But the scary thing right now is they want almost a billion dollars in that CR to go to these NGOs through DHS and, and FEMA. And so they know, you know, they being the Biden administration, know they're about to be under the threat of, of appropriations fights. So they're trying to sneak in some lame duck spending, even in a CR, to give them a billion more dollars to, to funnel this. We need to cut those numbers to zero uh, as soon as possible. There's no reason we should be paying for our own country to be invaded. All, all 35 that you highlighted in your report, you're saying in the next, whether it's a, another, whether we got to come back and we stop the omnibus now so we have power, or we just have to do it again next year, you're saying you would cut, you would zero out all those NGOs that American taxpayers are essentially paying to exacerbate the invasion of the southern border, sir? I'm absolutely saying that. We could fix this border crisis in a single day. It's a policy-made crisis. It would cost me 50 cents at Kinko's to print the executive orders to get this done. I think until the Biden administration is willing to re-implement the, the Trump-era border security policies, they shouldn't get a dime. We've got to play hardball. This isn't a joke or a policy disagreement. This is about our country. We cannot withstand 5 million people coming in over the course of, of two years. We cannot withstand this epidemic of fentanyl that's killing you know, 100,000 people a year, a leading cause of death of young people. We cannot withstand our election system being flooded uh, with illegal aliens and our census being determined. Our sovereignty you know, is, is under attack. So yeah, this is absolutely urgent. It's time for hardball and not a dime should go to anything that is attacking this country. Mike Hal, how do people get to you on social media? How do they get to your center over at Heritage? Absolutely, I'm at, 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 at MHAL tweets on uh, Twitter. 
And we're at heritage.org. You can see the study there and a host of other papers we've written on the topic. Uh, Mike uh, Howe, the director of the Oversight Project over at Heritage. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Wow. Okay, on attack now. Short commercial break. Back with what Governor DeSantis is doing in Florida. Next in the world. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Philip Patrick's going to join us. We went through the inflation number today. We're going to do it again so people can understand what's going on. Also, the schizophrenia of these markets. We understand things are tough and they're going to get tougher. We understand this Christmas you're going to have to husband your resources. That's why go to mypillow.com, promo code War Room, particularly for anybody that watches the War Room. Give them a gift uh, from my pillow. They got thousands of things there. He's got up to 80% uh, discounts now, sales. Uh, on inventory, but he's got everything. Buy one, get one free sales across the board. MyPillow.com, promo code WARM. Support Mike Lindell, the armor-piercing shell, the great manufacturing company up in uh, Minnesota with all those great American workers and also your humble servants here at the War Room. Really appreciate it. Have a Merry Christmas. Get into the holiday mood. Go do some shopping on MyPillow.com. Okay, um, Philip Patrick, your assessment today, we had Cortez on the morning, uh, your assessment today of these inflation numbers and then the schizophrenia of the market, they, they were lighting their hair on fire, skipping around, then reality kind of hit later in the day. Give, give me your sense of, 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 uh, of the numbers itself, the math. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, numbers came in at 7.1% year over year, so down from last month, 77 And, of course, the media latched on, touting this as good news. It was marginally better than the 7.3% analysts were expecting. But, you know, this is where we are today. News is good because it's not quite as bad as it was last month. I mean, that in on itself is laughable. But to break the numbers down, and it starts to get a little bit more concerning, energy prices were down. 1.6% from last month, still up 13% year over year. 
Food prices up 0.5%. So food's still getting more expensive. What was interesting, though, was looking at core inflation. So core inflation is everything outside of food and energy. And that was up 6% year over year. In fact, when you looked within core inflation, the only reduction there came from used cars, right? Not really meaningful. So what we've seen is the only reductions are coming from energy, demand destruction, and used cars. But let's look at what's increasing. Shelter costs, according to the Fed, rose 7.1% year over year. Now, if we compare that to reality, rents are up nationally 7.9% year over year. Home prices up 10.6% year over year. So as we know about the Fed, they use truly odd measurements to, to, to measure house prices, and they understate actual costs between 15 and 50%. So I think the summary of the inflation update today is to say we jumped out of the fire into the frying pan, and it is still mighty hot in there. Now, uh, you know, we see the Biden administration, the media touting the end of inflation. We're on top of the problem. Meanwhile, American families are still struggling to pay the bills, and that struggle is not going to get any easier. If we look at why it reduced, Steve, it's very simple. Transportation issues globally working themselves out. China's zero COVID lockdowns took a major source of energy and commodity demand offline. And we've got central banks around the world hiking rates. The global economy is slowing. So today's slightly better better Fed report or inflation report is not reflecting efforts on behalf of the Fed. It's showing us that the global economy is, is slowing. That's why Americans are not feeling any reprieve. It's not here. If Also, obviously, they're trying to do this and, and keep rates up to um, the destruction of aggregate demand, right? That's clearly Correct. what they're trying to do here. Right. It, with that, that means you're starting to see the layoffs in tech. You're going to start to see them in retail as soon as Christmas over, is over. And I'm, I'm sure we're going to have a, a pretty tight uh, Christmas. With the Fed having a target, because they're back at tomorrow, if their target is still 2% for inflation, and it looks like this inflation, although marginally coming down, is kind of dug in at a high number, right? Yeah, that's interesting. How do you get you're, – you're going to have an entire 23 of still trying to hammer this, right? So so you're going to have continual either rate hikes or keeping these rates up at this level through 2023. Absolutely. This is going to be a tough fight for these guys, right? And you're going to have not just a recession, but it, probably a deep recession, sir. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, the one thing, the Fed can paint it how, how they want, but the one thing is clear, we haven't got a handle on the inflationary problem. They're softening rates. I think they're trying to appease the markets or softening interest rate raises, I should say, by trying to appease the markets in December. I think when we head into next year and it's clear that inflation is still burning and they haven't got a handle on it, they're going to have to get more aggressive with rates. But as you say, that, you know, as we've said before, there's only so aggressive they can get with rates. Debt today is far too high for the Fed to get really aggressive as Volcker did in the 80s. People forget inflation was burning from the 70s to the 80s for almost a decade before Volcker got in. It was only when he started really jumping rates 4% yeah. at a time that he could he sort of stamp down inflation. 500 so, basis no. points. Yeah. yeah, it's just he, that sort he, of action we can't do today. Hang on for one second. I want to get Boris. I got Boris by phone. And Boris, uh, you were coming into another topic, but you're a street guy. I got to ask you, up here, here's what I don't get. You know, Philip Patrick's going to talk in a second about the schizophrenia markets. The market's going up 600 points and it's dropping on this kind of news. 
But here's also what we have. We have a we have a radical mismatch in policy, fiscal policy versus monetary policy. You have a Fed that's increasing rates. They're supposed to be doing quantitative tightening. Now, they're not quite doing it like they promised to take liquidity out. But you have these people up here right now that are spending all time, you know, for the Democrats to get this omnibus bill to have, you know, a five and a half trillion dollar spending bill includes, you know, Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, but it's got a trillion and a half or two trillion dollars of unfunded spending they want to drop right now. That's just going to be another stimulus to the economy. Sir Boris, so the schizophrenia in Washington with one has got the hammer down, dropped, and trying to get every penny they possibly can get before they're kicked out. And then you've got, uh, and then you've got the Fed that's trying to get interest, uh, trying to get inflation down from seven percent down to two percent, sir. Steve, honor to be with you. Honor to be with the posse. Here's the bottom line: ten years ago, five years ago, we could have thought the Democrat policies were just a mistake, and maybe they weren't on purpose trying to ruin our country. But now there's no other way to look at it than Democrats, the uniparty and the establishment are purposefully selling our country down the river to the World Economic Forum and to the Chinese Communist Party. So we've got to fight at every turn against these policies, against the spending and against our country being demolished and turned over to the CCP. We had just had Scott Howell on here from Heritage. You've got a two to four million. You got the front page in the New York Times talks about another caravan that came up from uh, Nicaragua, from Central America. Two thousand people we heard this morning, not the thousand they're reporting. You've got an amnesty bill up here on the hill, brother. That is two million on at least its face, but it's actually four and a half, maybe six million. This is going to be a magnet for the entire world. At the same time, they're trying to spend. I mean, these are ludicrous numbers. It's two trillion dollars of money we don't have. The Fed is just going to have to monetize the debt or print the money, however you want to say it. How? What should the Republican Party be doing right now to to combat this? Because these are things that will lay in place. Uh, policies are going to be in, almost impossible to unwind, sir. What we have to do, to do as the Republican Party and as the MAGA movement is stand tall against any attempt, any attempt at an expansion of these policies. It's not let's negotiate on the margin. It's not let's give something and then get something back. It's a fight to the absolute core on every single one of these points. That's what it's all about. And anybody who thinks that we can deal with with Pelosi, deal with Schumer, or, or hopeless Biden, is making a huge mistake because the Democrats, they don't want just something. They want everything. And to Mitch McConnell and others who are so Trump deranged, wake up and remember why people elected you to where you are. And the reason you were elected is to stand tall for America, is to stand tall for our economy, is to stand tall for our country and fight overspending and fight against the Chinese Communist Party and fight against the World Economic Forum. So any Republican, any Republican who dares to vote for these ludicrous bills is making a huge mistake on policy and also, Steve, making a huge mistake on politics. What, what we know from this whole Twitter fiasco and the removal of Trump and, you know, Taibbi and, and Weiss are dropping stuff every day 
is the direct involvement of the FBI and DOJ. Should this new Congress, and this is why they got kicked the omnibus down, should they go full force on defunding both, and including the special prosecutor, until we're comfortable that DOJ and FBI are actually doing the things that they're supposed to do instead of literally doing coups against President Trump, sir? Steve, this is one of those points which is going to decide the direction of America. Because what's happened with, with Republicans, with MAGA Republicans, a majority of Republicans on January 3rd, 2023, in the House, is going to be MAGA Republicans elected since President Trump took off. So with MAGA Republicans taking over the House, they Comer on oversight, Jordan on judiciary, uh, maybe Smith uh, at, uh, at Ways and Means. There's an opportunity and a chance and a must. It is an absolute must to investigate the weaponization and of law enforcement and targeting of political enemies. That is where we stand. That is what is incumbent upon the MAGA Republicans coming into the, coming into the House. And what we've learned from the Twitter files and other information is now be, it, it is beyond question. It is irrefutable that big tech weaponized law enforcement, Democrats, the Union Party, the establishment, colluded. They colluded against President Trump in 2016, and they colluded to rig and steal the 2020 election. To, to anybody listening, Ari Melber, MSNBC, CNN, anybody who's listening, let me say it loud and let me say it clear. Big tech, weaponized law enforcement, Democrats and other big bad actors colluded colluded to rig and steal the 2020 election, and we've got to investigate and prosecute every wrongdoing. Um, two things. What about the using the appropriations process to basically defund them until they, uh, until they come around, sir? Absolutely, no doubt about it. I mean, how are we supposed to have this, you know, this quote-unquote special counsel, the special guy, he's special, his wife's doing you know, puff, move, puff movies about uh, Michelle Obama, they're as radical as it gets that he's supposed to be an independent special counsel. That is a joke. So yes, absolutely. We expect appropriations to do the right thing and defund weaponization of law enforcement, defund the targeting of political, of political adversaries. That is an absolute must. I, I, I only have a minute left, but we had MTG in studio today. Say on the new January 6th, where you got to get into what Pelosi knew, what Intel knew, what the FBI involvement, DHS involvement. I said, yeah, but also we got to adjudicate uh, 3 November 2020. And she said, hey, let me tell you, I don't think there's an appetite for that. What say you, sir? Is part of this new J6 uh, committee looking at this doesn't have to include the, the railhead of all the problems, and that's the stealing Absolutely of the election on 3 November? It's not an option. Absolutely, because that is why the protest happened. The protest happened because of the rigging and stealing of the 2020 election. So yes, it is, it, it's not even a choice. It's a definite, it's a must. It's absolutely incumbent upon Republicans, MAGA Republicans, and control the House to investigate the rigging and stealing of the presidential election of 2020 from President Trump, from the American people, from MAGA, to hopeless Biden. And by the way, the reason we have no southern border, the reason we have runaway crime, the reason our, our gas prices are sky high is because of that rigging and stealing of the presidential Amen. election of 2020. What's your social media board so people can get to you? 
Steve, great to be with you. Honor to be with you on the posse. My information, hot on the website at BorisCP.com. Hot on BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Now hot on Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on True Social at Boris. The hottest on the grass. Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. All offense. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Philip Patrick, Dr. Naomi Wolf, next in the war room. Fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. It's in my name or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report. A hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code radio. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now. Okay, everybody up on Getter, we're going to be doing specials. We're going to be doing live streams. Make sure you get into my news feed. Dr. Naomi Wolf's up there. Philip Patrick's up there. All the contributors here. It's a way to get the best information, cutting edge information. Totally free. Just download it. It's free. Okay, Philip Patrick. The Wall Street Journal came in today, $250 billion deficit, the biggest in the history of this republic and its history in the month of November. Why? The spending's out of control, but not as big as they want this omnibus bill to be. Spending's out of control, and wait for it, as the war room told you, because of the Fed crushing aggregate demand. This is interlinked. They are connected. You've had a, guess what, plummeting tax revenues. You're going to see this in 2023 also. So all these budget projections are off by an order of magnitude. Brother, help me out here. You got plunging tax revenues, the greatest deficit we've had, $250 billion in one month. One month. Plunging tax revenues. You got them up here detached, and they look like the Adams family. They look like the Adams family, the people working on this bill, the Sondabus. A two trillion, a trillion and a half, two trillion, and they'll lie to you about everything. A defense budget of $850 billion, and the Defense Department said for the fifth year in a row, we can't complete an audit, and oh, by the way, we can't find $2.6 trillion worth of stuff, okay? Um, and, and and you've got to, brother, Philip Patrick, if they pass this omnibus, what is this going to do to all the work they've done in the Fed to try to get tame inflation, sir? It makes the whole thing pointless. Boris was talking before the break, and I literally wrote down on a piece of paper, stop spending. That was what Boris said. Look, we sit here and talk about what the Fed have to do in terms of raising rates to tame inflation. This is all irrelevant. 
all of it is irrelevant if the government continues to spend and run a deficit as they have. They will make the Federal Reserve's job impossible. We may be there already. It may be the point of, of no return right now. One thing is for sure, if they continue to spend for the next two years, we will be there. This whole thing is a waste of time if we cannot stop these guys spending. It is the most important thing for Americans to do today. Go out to, to, to just put pressure and stop that spending because if we don't the party's over it's finished it's over by the way i want you to go now to birchgold.com slash bannon and get the end of the dollar empire totally free it's got two chapters to it one is the end of the dollar empire the other is about the the history of populism and our current the politics of currency the other is the end of uh, the dollar's prime reserve currency and i think some things going on in the gulf may be leading us there quicker sooner than we think I also want everybody to go talk to one of the people at Birch Gold. How do they do that, Philip Patrick? Very simple. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Not only will they get access to people like myself to guide them through, but there's good information out there for them to read, get informed. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Sir, thank you very much, Philip, on another explosive day in global economics and capital markets. Thank you, sir. Thank you as always. Got to stop this Got to stop this omnibus. You don't have a choice. Got to stop it. Republicans, you can stop it. It has to be stopped. Amnesty bill has to be stopped. Uh, let's go ahead and play. I've got Dr. Naomi Wolf. I got a couple of cold, a couple of clips where I'm going to play the cold open for her. It goes back to the tunnel vision of like a Fauci only caring about like this one infection. Um, you have a vax that maybe reduces that. If it's increasing other ways, that, then you're not any better off if that's the case. And it was almost like you couldn't even talk uh, in those terms, you know, when this thing was first um, introduced. Florida, you know, it is against the law to mislead and to misrepresent, particularly when you're talking about the efficacy of a drug. Uh, we see just the other, uh, just recently, Florida got $3.2 billion through legal action against those responsible for the opioid crisis. And so it's not like this is something that's unprecedented. So today, uh, I'm announcing a, a petition with the Supreme Court of Florida to impanel a statewide grand jury to investigate any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. And we anticipate that we will get the approval for that. Uh, that will be something that will be impaneled, most likely in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, and that will come with legal processes that will be able uh, to get more information and to bring legal accountability for those who committed misconduct. Wow. Kaboom. Naomi Wolf, we got a couple minutes in this hour. I got to hold you over. How big a deal is this, ma'am? You've been fighting for this for a couple of years. How big a deal is this today out of Florida with Governor DeSantis? It's it's huge. There's I can I cannot even overstate. I don't have words sufficient to to summarize how meaningful this is. Um, so many of the outcomes that we've been fighting for are are exemplified or manifested in his announcement. Um, you've got him calling for a grand jury uh, petition, um, and uh, you know, in other fronts, we've been talking about and showcasing the only previous grand jury uh, petition um, to investigate uh, these this wrongdoing. I think he was very much um, helped. DeSantis was very much helped, and he's so smart to tie it to say, you know, what we're doing now is not new. It's not. A departure. It's not unique. There was a 50 plus billion dollar settlement just announced today 
um, against entities like CVS uh, for pushing opioids in a in a in a way that was harmful to Americans. So and and that's being distributed to the states. And he noted that Florida is getting 3.2 billion of that. So he's he's so good at communicating that this is not a radical novel thing, but that as he noted, it's in fact against the law. And this is something else I think our various teams helped put out in the atmosphere. It's against the law to lie about what something does, especially about a medication. So hang on a second, because I want to hold you and we're going to take you into the next hour. Um, No, it's like they, they like they went to daily clout and some of the other great contributors had on, but for your thing on the grand jury, all of it, I was sitting there watching it. It was over an hour. We're going to have uh, hopefully a highlight reel about tomorrow. Um, We're going to take a short break. It's a short break when we come back for the second hour. Dr. Wolf, is that a Yale thing? Is that DeSantis giving it, going full Yale on you right there? Boom. Just look you right in the eye and start to drop the hammer about, oh, yeah, we're going to panel. I'm going to the Supreme Court, going to pa- panel a grand jury. Tony Fauci and Big Pharma suck on that. Dr. Wolf, hang on. <laughs> we're going to take a short break. Dr. <laughs> Naomi Wolf is going to join us on the other side. We've got our own Natalie Winters. She's got more investigations going on. We got Darren Beatty. We got Colonel Derek Harvey. All next in the second hour of the evening show in the war room. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication, and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only ninety nine ninety five plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to SAT, that's SAT123.com, SAT123.com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's SAT123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. 
Take action, action, action. Use your agency. 